Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There are a lot of things that I don't understand, and this is my podcast about those things. It's called, But Why? <laughs> <laughs> okay we are rolling oh my gosh oh my gosh hi <laughs> hi <laughs> so i have to laugh because this is just so crazy that never thought never thought that this would happen ever i know, I know. listen uh i'm so excited to uh bring in such an amazing special guest it's Jordan Soto. And you know what? If you are in any way on social media, you know who this person is. Oh. <laughs> she has found a way to crack where you get like, like how many Instagram followers do you have? Uh, I'm almost to 17.2. That's so amazing. 17,000, yeah. I have like 400. You, I, you know what? It's like age. It's just a number. It doesn't really matter, you know? That's Thank you for saying that. <laughs> making me feel better. It, it really doesn't. Because at the end of the day, it, it matters who you are as a person. And social media, yeah. as you know, I mean, as we all know, social media is one of those things that's like, is it real, though? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's all what you want to show. And it's such a new... Social media is such a new thing, Um in our times where it's like my parents totally don't understand it where they're like why are you recording this and I'm like right. because somebody might want to see what you're having for breakfast I was just you about know? to say it always happens with food they're like why don't you just eat it and I'm like but first I need to show it's everyone it's beautiful and it's just this weird thing that we've learned and especially in our business um it's really push to social media social media social media and so um so you are killing it at that game thank you very much congratulations <laughs> like that's amazing that takes a lot of work oh, to yeah. build up that many people and it takes a uh, it it just takes a lot of work so well and i think also there's not a lot of it, it, in our industry in radio there's not really that avenue for Hey, follow this guide and this is how you'll grow. No. There's not really any sort of like procedure. It's no. just kind of like, okay, it's like being thrown into the deep end without knowing how to swim. And you're like, okay, so I guess I gotta figure this out. Yeah. Like Yeah, definitely. So and like a lot of trial and error with that too, you know? Like yeah. and when new things pop up, it's like, okay, I kind of have to try this because you never know what's gonna stick. Like Facebook Live, when yeah. that first launched, I was like, Oh my God! What, no one's gonna it? do this. I like, know. No one's gonna watch a live video with nothing. <laughs> like, where are the commercials? Yeah, you know? know, it's a weird format, and it's more and more the way that things are heading towards. Oh yeah, and uh, which is crazy to me. But um, but I want to just start off by kind of talking about you and your history and who you are as a person because when you came to town, um, I had no idea who you were. Um, uh, you were um, taking over for the Heritage Morning Show, mm -hmm. uh, which which was not an easy thing to do. <laughs> no, no, and um, and but I had never met you, but I've just heard things about you, and um, and it got kind of dicey for a while there. Oh, yeah. And I think that um, I was telling Jordan off the air that I had at the time an operations manager who is no longer here, uh, but he was very. Um, I remember him having conversations with me about she's much younger than you. She's really pretty and she has a lot of social media following like way more than you do. And you're really going to have to kick it up, Sadie. And what's interesting is there was you had a male counterpart, just like I have Scott as my male counterpart. And that conversation was never had. Uh, to the right. men, it was just like it was never even mentioned. But to me, I remember feeling this intense pressure of, oh, my God, um, this nervousness of uh, am I getting to a point where I'm 
not as relevant anymore. I mean, uh, I don't do TikTok. I don't I don't think anyone wants to see me dance around to songs and stuff. I, you know, I don't even know how it works. I don't works. know how it, I think everyone is still She's trying like, to figure TikTok? out how yeah. TikTok works, you yeah. know what I mean? Um I don't know. I didn't feel the intense pressure of competition between women. I had I did feel pressure to perform. Yeah. Like to win because mm-hmm. when when I was brought in, it was like, okay, this is your job is to win. So win. Yeah. And, and so from different avenues, I felt different pressures in Mm -hmm. different points of the industry. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I I do think that there is that bit of sexism in the industry though. Like I feel like it's just so deeply seated into the industry. Yeah. Um, And, and I and I faced that in in my last job, not not necessarily this job here when I first came here, mm-hmm. but at my last job, it was like uh, like always a question. Yeah. Like why why do we have to do that? Why do we have to look into this? Yeah. Questions that that most men were never asked. Sure. Like it was just like okay, this is what I think will work. Oh, okay, let's go do that. Yeah. Versus when I would suggest something, it was like, well, where'd you find that? Yeah. Why does why is that working for you? Right. What are you doing differently? Like then they were so interested as to like not just what it was, yeah. but like why did she find it almost is kind of how it had felt. And and that was so interesting to me because my GM was a woman, yeah. but there was not that camaraderie. There was not that support that I right. felt. It felt very And there's something, you know, when it comes to radio, there's something so important about having one or two people who you know you can always turn to and you know that you can always talk to and have that where they'll be completely honest with you. And um, I'm so lucky because our GM, Kathy, is just she's my go to where I'll call her on the weekend and be like, I'm really kind of worried about this. Right. Or how do you think I should go about this? And she's just completely blatantly honest. And I think if you don't have that, a lot of times it feels like you're just kind of throwing darts in the dark. Right. Right. And and, and it goes back to that communication, like people in radio, they always joke about how communication is so poor and that's what we do is we talk for yeah. a living. Right. Yeah. But but I think it's those those hard conversations that you can have with certain people in order to come to a conclusion. Right. Like you have those two or three people that you're like, you know what, I'm really struggling with this or I don't know how to talk about this or yeah. get get to the point of this. But what do you think? Yeah. And and that can be either male or female. It depends. But it's the culture. It's the environment that you're in. Yeah. But one bad person, as we know, we're going to we're going <laughs> to call this person Voldemort because <laughs> it is it is he who shall not be no, named. We're not naming him. We're not naming him. <laughs> that is not worth our time to no. name him. But um, but I do want to hear your story about what you were doing and when this opportunity came to you. Right. How did it come about to you? Um, and how did you end up in that situation where you were morning show? You were doing the morning show. Right. So I, I started um, in broadcast journalism at the University of West Florida in Pensacola. Mm-hmm. And I was there for four years. I originally was going to be a teacher. I wanted to. Wow. I know. And then I was like, no, I think I'll do broadcasting. You're like, like, I think I'll do a job that. <laughs> Isn't as amazing wanted, as being a teacher. <laughs> I wanted to be on TV, but actually that's a lot harder than I ever yeah. anticipated. And so I ended up being a receptionist at my local radio station. And I had come from a law firm where I was a file clerk and Lord bless the file clerks because oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the whole legal job. thing is like crazy. Um, and then I started doing uh fill-ins for commercials and then traffic. And then I was working like four different jobs at one time. So I was the receptionist, accounts payable, um, welcome to radio. Uh, oh my God. Welcome to radio right. where it's like, okay, now we're going to need hats. you to start cleaning the bathrooms because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. That was the only thing I never had to do at the radio station. But my first time ever doing an event, I was the cat mascot. And yeah. it was July 4th and it was Florida. So so I was sweating in places I didn't know you could sweat. Like yeah. it was it was ridiculous. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was working those four jobs. And then finally, like the midday personality, um, her husband was in the Navy, is in the Navy. Mm-hmm. And so she moved to North Carolina 
And so I got to have her spot. So I did morning traffic, middays, accounts payable, and voice tracked the evening show. Now, what, what was, I mean, I don't want to ask you because I, I think that would be rude to ask you, but compensation. I mean, were you oh, God. making like <laughs> n- nothing? I Oh, yeah. Because you're doing not, a lot. Yeah, I wasn't making very much. Um, but when I got to the middays, it was more than I had ever made. So I was very proud of myself. Yeah. Um, but still, like, just above the poverty line yeah it it is insane it was really not a lot of money and um and i was filling out timesheets and they they ended up getting investigated for not treating their employees right it was Mm. a very interesting situation but you know it's it's one of those things that's like people who aren't in the industry they don't really understand like my mom was like you just need to pay your dues yeah and the amount of times that i've heard that i've had to put up with unnecessary things in my life mm-hmm. because i am quote paying my dues yeah is asinine and i think a lot of companies and i think a lot of people take advantage of that it's oh, like yeah. oh she's the newbie and so she we're gonna know. have her do all the crap work that we don't want to right. do and that's paying your dues. And and I do think it's important to pay your dues, but I do also think that, yeah, that could get into kind of muddy waters. It is because the boundaries in, yeah. in entertainment mm-hmm. in general, yeah. they're so gray. Yeah. There's not a firm definitive line of what you are and what you are not yeah. when it comes to being in the entertainment industry sure. because you are your brand. Yeah. So if you yeah. are your brand, where does the line, where is the line? Like what, what is not okay to share? What is okay to share? What is, wh- where is the time budget yeah. for, for what work is and what real life is? Like, yeah. And you're, it's you're so smart because you're figuring this out when you're young, when yeah. you don't have kids, when you're not <laughs> right. married, when you're, you're, you kind of have your freedom to decide, which is in my opinion, very smart because I started when I had kids. And so then I had that extra element of, right. Okay. I've got, (laughs) I've got this to do and then I got to do this and then I got to do that. But, um, but I will say fun job job that, you know, is, is it's really interesting and it's fun. Um, but so finding you, the boundary is hard. For finding sure. the boundary is very hard. So, um, so you, how did you end up in Colorado? Okay, so I worked really, really hard for two and a half years at that first station, and then I was like, you know, you you know when you've outgrown a position, and sure. you're like, okay, I've hit the ceiling. I can't go any higher than this in this job, and I wanted something more for myself. Yeah, and so I had communicated that, and that just wasn't it was not going to happen there. So I was like, okay, well I'll look elsewhere. Well, I found the morning show position, mm-hmm. but they were actually looking for a board op at the oh, time. Like that's okay. what it was listed as. Yeah. And I was like, I could, I could get a board op position. No, look at you. No problem. You know what I yeah. mean? And, uh, which was really a step below what I was doing, but I, I just wanted to be out of there so badly. And so then I ended up talking with the operations manager. They hired me on, but I didn't realize that I was going through the interview process because I'd only been to one other station yeah, before. So and it's all new. It, it was all new. Mm-hmm. I talked to like four different people. It was really interesting interview process but I thought they were just asking my opinion I don't know yeah. I was so you're naive. like I have the job yeah. so here's what we <laughs> should do and they're like no this is an interview, this is an interview. <laughs> yeah and so um and so I ended up I ended up moving to Fort Collins oh gosh uh uh three years ago yeah. now but when I got there the operations manager had gone to a different job and and so the person who had hired me was no longer there and then we had no operations manager so and I didn't really have a position because the morning show at the time was still on yeah so I was like what am I doing here I, I moved like, my life here yeah. and now <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is going to go nowhere yeah okay so how it was did... so confusing how did Voldemort come into that where you two ended up connecting to one another and so, doing the show? It was a crazy story. We actually had ended up connecting uh, via Instagram mm-hmm. eight months before I had ever even thought of leaving yeah. the first station. Mm. And and they just were such a talent to the evolution of broadcasting I loved their work. Mm-hmm. I thought that I, I thought, wow, this person can run with me. Yeah. And so I had actually said, 
if we did this morning show together, I think we would crush it. And yeah. I truly believe that we did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. We we worked really, really hard to... I think coming in from what, you know, you had to come into. Right. I, I had sympathy for you because that's hard to do. Oh, that's hard sure. to do. Well, it's hard to come in anyway whenever mm-hmm. you're coming in for a legendary show. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and I did get their blessing before anything had happened. Okay, um, that's, and, and that's amazing. And yeah. I and I just because truly, like it, I don't. I never wanted to be in broadcast for me. Mm-hmm. I I wanted to be in broadcast to be a friend to someone who felt like they had no one. Yeah, and and I was that for a lot of people. And sure. and I got those phone calls, and I got that 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 thing that I wanted, that recognition for what I had wanted to be, which was so just humbling mm-hmm. and and motivating yeah. because that was my passion. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a pretty amazing job because you're essentially, you're going on the air every day and you might not know the people that you were talking to, right. but the people know you and they know your family. But and that's they know a weird, your, and, <laughs> and it's, it's crazy. And in the it beginning, is. it's kind of off-putting it's where like, you're whoa. like, whoa. But then after a while, you just kind of have to think that it's a blessing that people feel like you're their friend right they feel connected to you and that means you're doing a really good job which was really really nice and that was something that really motivated me but it was it was interesting because when when you're thrown into an environment where that is what you're rooted in Mm -hmm. but the the counterpart it's not yeah and and so what were the differences between you and your partner at the time um because I mean, as far as at what point did you realize we are very different in what we oh, want from this the very outcome? from from the very beginning? Yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of obstacles that we had to face, um, and I think that ego was kind of our um, the main enemy, mm-hmm. and and it is in most people. But there, you have to have an element of ego yeah. to do what we do. Yeah. You have you kind of have to have that. You have to know mm-hmm. when to put it away. Yeah. But you have to have a little bit of that. And so my, it's pretty dog eat dog. It, it really is. Yeah. And especially with women in this industry. It, it's, it's very hugely, very, hugely. There's not a lot. And uh, the ones that are there, it's it's very, very pitted. But but yeah, so I from the very beginning, I felt like we we kind of knew that we had those differences, but we only saw each other's faults I think was mm-hmm. kind of the end, the end all be all really was because the finger just kept getting pointed around and and I think when you are not able to have an open honest vulnerable communication um that leads to a positive result obviously the but do you think <laughs> that he was capable of having those emotions I think so I saw I saw that side You did I did I never saw that side No of him, you got the, I, I got the worst I got the worst of you him got the worst. He hated me from like day 1 To be fair mm-hmm. and I can't speak for anybody else other than myself mm-hmm. um it there was animosity felt I believe on both sides yeah. and I chose to stay out of all. Yeah, you were. Kinda... I was very quiet. Now, did which you... is not me. I am not very quiet. So, not to rehash because I think this story has been told way at nauseum. But uh, first time I met you, I was really excited to meet you. Oh, thanks. And um, it was at a Greeley Stampede, uh, the Big Buckle Ball. Yes. And I had never met you guys, but I'd heard about you guys, and I'd heard everything, and. He ran up to me and I said, oh, hi, welcome to town. And it's so nice to finally meet you. And he looked at me and he goes, you have lipstick on your teeth. And then he turned and he walked away. And I was standing there with a group of other people and we all just looked at each other and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that was really weird, but maybe that's just like a nerve. Maybe, I don't know. And, um, and then, you know, he took the picture of my shoes, which was so stupid. And, um, but to me... I felt like meeting him, my first reaction was, welcome to town, and I know you're, this is hard, and I know that you're up against a situation where uh, you're, there's going to be blowback. There's always blowback when you make changes. Oh, always. for sure. For um, sure. But and I, we made very big changes You made time, very you know? big changes, and, and there were people who, people don't like change, so that's right. very hard. I know when I started, oh my God, you should have seen the emails I got. Right. People, well, I, I do want to say, like, the reason that we had such big changes was because we wanted 
to do it your own way. Well, we wanted that show to have what they built. Mm-hmm. We wanted them to have that. We didn't yeah. want to have to come in and be like, oh, we're taking this away from you. Like, yeah. no, this is yours and we want to give this to you. Like, this is, that was something that you created, you built, and you nurtured. And so mm-hmm. that's going to be your thing. And we're going to start new and fresh and and, and you can have that and then we'll build we'll build something new and differentiate but, the two but people didn't see that yeah. really and and uh pr is so interesting it's interesting when when people choose to be quiet versus when they use when they choose to be vocal and yeah. sometimes you choose the wrong one yeah yeah so, um, but yes, you had the brunt of a lot of, I, I don't know why. And I'm such like a, I'm such like a random person. Cause I'm like, well, well that was weird. Oh, okay. Well, right. Well. And then it just kind of continued. And I remember at one point reaching out to him and emailing him and saying, this isn't who you are. This isn't who you are. And, and we got off on the wrong foot and it's okay. And let's put this behind us and let's we can work together to do bigger things. Right. And, um, and I never heard anything from him. I never, he never responded. Um, and I wish him well to this day. I I wish him well. I, 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 I don't know anything about him, but, uh, what he's doing now or anything, but I, I do wish him well. And, um, but that was just, I think so unnecessarily rough. And I think it was rough on you too. I, I think plead the fifth. No. You plead the, you I, can, I don't want to put you in, in any situation where you feel like uh, you don't want to revisit something that wasn't. I think I think everyone deals with their own struggles. And I was dealing with my own and he was dealing with his own and you were dealing with your own and everybody mm-hmm. was dealing with their own struggles. And so sometimes people choose to channel hard feelings in an unhealthy way against people who don't deserve it. And I think that's true for really anybody in any situation. You know, and I will say, I think we're all guilty of that. And I think it comes from insecurity. I know that in my past, there have been times where I've taken low blows because I'm insecure about myself. And so, so I don't. And it's easy when you're. I don't you're fault in, anybody. It, it's hard when you're in a rut and and somebody just kind of like reels you in, you know, and yeah. then you get sucked into the whirlpool, and then before you know it, you're like, wait, what happened? Yeah, it and, became kind of it became a mess. It, and I don't know for you, but I will say for myself, going that was a really stressful going to different events and stuff, and knowing oh. I'd see you guys there, and right. I was like. Oh my God, I don't want to go. Please don't make me go to this. Which which is so sad because I know. for me, I, yeah. I I I don't ever feel that way. But I know in 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 entertainment it's it like you had mentioned, it's a dog eat dog world, right? Yeah. So so if you if you feel the need so desperately in a scarcity mindset, the need to win at yeah. all costs, sure. then everyone else is seen as an enemy, yeah. right? It becomes that black and white in right. your mind. But really, we're like, in my mind, I was always like, well, may the best man win. Like, we, sure. I'm going to do what I do mm-hmm. because that's what I love to do. Yeah. And I'm, and everything else is just there. See, it, and, and that's so interesting that you say that because there are two types of people uh, in radio. And I think that, uh, you are a perfect example of, I I think, I I like to think that I'm like you in a way where, um, just do your own thing. Yeah. And, and you're, you're different than this person and that person and that person, but do your own thing. And then, um, then there are some people who are like, I'm going to take everyone out around me and I'm going to be the last man standing. And I don't care what lengths I have to go to. And I've met a few people like that. And I just find that to be like so unhealthy. And and, yeah, it's definitely not. I I wouldn't say, but, but at the end of the day, like I, I, I am only in control of myself and my thoughts and my actions. Mm -hmm. And so when you take that approach, it's easy to kind of, not become entangled yeah. in other people's messy way of life. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking or doing. So did you feel for a while that it was the two of you against the world? I did, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I when when we had been brought in, I was like, wow, like I our our management team and the culture and the place was so good and healthy and empowering and like one of those things that I felt so full 
when I went mm-hmm. to work. Mm-hmm. And um, and so when when we were in there and we were really just cranking it out and yeah. like doing great shows and making amazing content and learning new skills and talking yeah. with new clients and brainstorming and having all of these ideas and creative it's exciting it was so exciting and and i think that you can tell that by the way that i'm talking about it and it and it was that way for for a while yeah but but something like that when you have two strong people Mm -hmm. with no plan really yeah this structure meeting you two yeah well we were just like really strong i think like we were really good i think um, and I think that we did a really good job. I, it just, when there's not a lot of structure and you're kind of paving the way and being, being the forefront of that evolution in an industry, it's like, there's, there's a lot of pressure felt like you had mentioned, but I think also you can get in your own way. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's that way with really any, any part of your your life like yeah. you can it's get true. your own way and you can you can hinder yourself yeah. just one by being involved with people that that maybe would be better involving with somebody else you know but i i i don't know i did, i did think that we were really good and i thought that we i thought we got i thought we did a great job i really yeah. did and yeah. i have no regrets about that yeah so what are your do you have any regrets about anything else oh how did i know you were going to oh, say as jordan soon, as soon as the word Stop came out it. i was like i knew it i knew well, it well listen and again <laughs> i don't want you to feel like you have to answer anything that you're uncomfortable with because i get that but i've really tried these past few couple episodes to admit like things about me that I thought I'm never going to tell anybody that because right. that's embarrassing right. and then Keep people are going to look at me <laughs> like I'm a horrible person but that's who I am that's my right. story and I think that when you tell your story uh people relate to that because everybody everybody has things where they've done right. or they've locked away and been like I never want anyone to ever talk about this ever again to me. Right. No, I, we, all, we, all, we all have those moments. I think, I think for me, the only, the only regrets that I've ever had being in the entertainment industry was one, not having firm boundaries. Mm-hmm. Two, not communicating what my boundaries were. With one another? With, with and this is in general in the broadcast industry since I started to where I am now. Yeah. I feel like I did not have firm boundaries. I feel like I didn't communicate those boundaries yep. well. Mm-hmm. Um and then and I and I think at some points I just didn't give my best, but that's when you get burned out, how yeah. can you give your best? But yeah. if you're not communi- if you don't have boundaries and if you're not communicating those boundaries, then you will get burned out. Yeah. And then you won't be able to give it your best. Yeah. So I think if you want to thrive in whatever it is that you're doing, those three things are crucial to having a better life. So what did you learn out of the entire process? I learned I learned a lot of things. Well tell us. <laughs> I I It's just you and me here. I, know, right? <laughs> I think um and Ray. Hey, Ray. I'm sorry. He hey, Ray. just waved like. <laughs> I'm, I'm still here. here. I'm still here. Um, yeah. I I think I learned um, I learned how to be a better friend. Oh, yeah. gosh. That makes me emotional. It's um, okay. Because I learned, I learned how to. Uh, it's okay. Give me a second. I'm going to get it together. I learned how to listen to people um, better without the intention to respond or react. Which is so It's huge. so hard to be a good yeah. friend that way. Um, and I learned how strong and capable I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that uh, and I also learned that I can trust myself. Yeah. And those are really big lessons to learn. And you don't think that your job will define those aspects of your life in that way. But I did. And yeah. then I found that. I think that everything, though, is a lesson. I mean, oh, everything sure. that you do, yeah. you take and, a and, lesson. And those, some people call them failures. Some people call them mishaps. Some people call them lessons. Whatever it is that you want to call it, that will lead to your better life. And that will lead to your success, whatever your success is defined by. Yeah. But but you have to go through the rough patches. And, um, and you'll come out on the other side. It doesn't yeah. last forever, but sometimes those tough things stick with you, but they're to keep you from, sure. from maybe, 
I mean, I, I'd like to think that the universe kind of tosses us some rough patches that were similar to the last one to see yeah. if we learned our lesson. You sure, know? Like, sure. Did you actually learn yeah. what these type of people are? Because we're going to keep throwing it at you <laughs> right. until you figure it out. And, and so yeah. figure it out quickly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, and, and, uh, I don't know. I, trusting yourself is a really hard thing to learn how to do because when, uh, when, I don't know if you have ever felt this, but just being questioned so much mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or having experience thrown in your face from somebody else. Like, I've been doing this for 18 years. Yeah. Like, this doesn't mean anything anymore. With social media, with YouTube, with Google, with all of these things that are at your fingertips. And let's not forget books. Yeah. But like all of those things are at your at your fingertips and you can have whatever life it is that you want yeah. because there are never a limit on opportunities. Right. So you can always live a better life. You can always re-enter the room, but you have to choose to do that for yourself. Yeah. And you know what? I will say, I, I do always feel so bad for people that I see, you know, at least within in our building that come in and they, 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 this is what they want. This is what they want so bad. Right. And then if it doesn't work out, they hit something, they hit a patch, a, a rough patch or, uh, you know, they just get burnt out, which, as you said earlier, happens all the time. It does. They walk away and then then, then it's like they give up on something that they really, really wanted to do. And I always right. I hate seeing that. Yeah, because I do think that it gets better. And I do think eventually you find your way and it's always. such a journey. Yeah. Um, and so I, I'm really glad that you have that positive. You're a very positive person. Oh, well, thanks. I'm a very negative person. Oh, well, see, this makes for great entertainment. So you I can be we, what you are and I can be what I am. I'm like, screw it all. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but, um, yeah. well, it's easy to, it's, I, I don't know. It's, uh, it is, it is interesting how different people have those different mindsets, but that's what makes life so interesting when yeah. you can talk with somebody else and have that different perspective. But I'm trying to become more positive and open and like, oh Lord, let go, <laughs> let go of the the you know of grudges the, are the, hard. I I hold grudges pretty badly, and I also think it's kind of funny that we match today. We're both wearing red. Oh my God, we are. <laughs> we're twin. We're twinning. We are twinning. So I remember one party that I I think I cornered you i had had a couple of glasses of wine was that the greeley stampede that was that was the another, party that was the greeley stampede that was enough, party. damn it greeley stampede <laughs> we always anyway uh but i i came up to you and i don't know why but i always wanted to it was this is going to sound weird i always kind of wanted to protect you from uh the situation uh-huh. because i i don't know if you remember what i what i talked to you about that night uh, um because you looked like a deer in headlights. I'm like, hey, Jordan, oh, do you want to talk to me? This is like, this always happens. Oh. Anytime someone comes up to me, I'm like, what? hello. <laughs> but I remember coming up to you and telling you that I was worried about your partner. I was worried about the situation because I don't know why. And maybe it's because I'm a mother, but I just wanted to protect you. you. (laughs) I think I said that. I think I said, you know, I'm a mom and oh my God, I just, I'm worried about you in this situation because this just does not seem like it's a healthy situation. And I think you can do so much better if you're in a healthy situation. And I'm, again, I'm mentioning your partner, um, which we will not name his name, but um, I didn't want you to get sucked into a situation where you um, felt like you were trapped or you were uh, you were unhappy or right. you were scared or you were feeling intimidated or, I mean, I know the first time that I met him and the second time that I met him was even better than the first time. But the <laughs> was that second the concert, that was at the concert. So we did yeah. a meet and greet in the back and he, he had this thing about like secretly filming me and, and I think he was trying to catch me doing something bad and yeah. then he was going to turn around and use it against me, which that's not how, I operate. So I'm like, what are you talking about? And he kind of, he got in my face and he was trying to push me to say stuff. And, and I kept saying to him, you know, please just, you need to back up. Like he got to back off my face. Yeah. And, um, and that was just so overwhelming and it was scary to me and it was upsetting to me. I, I walked away from that just in tears because I was so 
just like this yeah. is not what this should be about right. and um camaraderie i think and is so i thing. think yeah and so after that or even not even camaraderie because you know you don't have to if you're not like an open person that's okay you don't have to be hey what's your name how you doing right uh you, i'm that way though <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, but if you are that's great but <laughs> you don't have to be that kind of person but i remember right. in that situation being worried about you because to me you were just like this little flower oh thanks and and I was like oh my god I feel like a mother where I'm like I just I'm worried about you I don't want you to be in a situation where you're going to be treated badly I don't want you to be in a situation where well I, I will say to that um with anything I think everything happens as it should mm-hmm. and sometimes you're put in situations so that you can be a better person afterwards. Yeah. And I I can't speak to anybody else's demeanor, actions or thoughts. Um, and I will say that you were you were lovely. Oh, thank you. You were. I, tried. I mean, you were always very lovely and that's why I always just had such a where I thought, you know, I, I hope she's okay and and yeah. I hope because I, they, that but this person has a toxic toxic uh uh state of mind would you agree you don't have to agree i can't speak to anybody else's <laughs> she's like thoughts, i don't want to judge that <laughs> no have I, you now do you have any contact with this person um i think some things are better to be left alone yeah. and um and you can still love a person mm-hmm. from afar You don't have to be entangled. You don't have to be integrated with that person's life or who that person is anymore. Yeah. Um, But I also feel that resentment um, or anger or hostility, those emotions are just very, very heavy. Mm -hmm. And I think of, I think of, uh, I just... Resentment. Let it out, sister. Let it out. Resentment is just such a heavy, heavy emotion to carry because you have so many things that are built into it. I think of it like a backpack, right, with bricks inside. And each of the bricks are like things like loss, uh, hopefulness, hopelessness, um, anger, loneliness. All All of those emotions are tied into resentment. And when you're carrying that backpack around, like, no, you're not gonna have a good life because you're dragged down by all of that heaviness. So it's so much better to just take off the backpack, let it is let it let it be. Yeah. And and move forward. And and you don't it doesn't matter if it's a family member. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's a coworker. Yeah. These people do not owe you. You don't owe these people anything. Sure. You don't have to be in their life and they don't have to be in yours. And if those people are not respecting your boundaries, if they're not respecting you, then it's so much better to just not have that person in your life anymore. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who that person is. You are not, you do not owe anyone anything and you shouldn't feel guilty just because you feel that you should feel guilty and move forward with and move forward and and let it go like uh I think I think a lot of people hold on to heavy things for no reason yeah so for me it was so much better to just be like you know what I I can at the end of the day look in the mirror and say I gave it everything I had and I and I am a good person Mm -hmm. and this is no longer serving me so I'm gonna walk away yeah and Which you, is huge. And and it's hard because I I think nowadays, especially with social media, we want to do the info seeking. Yeah. We're like, how much better is my life than other than this other person's, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah, it may it may seem great to see this person with all these followers and all of this. Sure. But all of those followers have an opinion. Mm-hmm. And they like to let their opinion be known. Yeah. So you're, you're, that there's a given privately and publicly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, whatever it is, it's like you have to be very firm and strong in yourself. Mm -hmm. And, uh, (laughs) and it's hard with the info seeking because on social media, you can just be like, oh, how, how much better is my life? Right. Like I was saying, but, uh, but it's all smoke and mirrors and social media is like you could show that you have this most amazing life. Sure. But the, oh, it's so true. The hardest time in my life, yeah. I looked the happiest on my social media. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Isn't it is so crazy and it is so true. You could be going through the worst thing like yeah. I did mm-hmm. in my entire life 
And so you would say this experience was probably the hardest thing you faced. It's thus far. it's the hardest thing that I've faced thus far. Absolutely. Um, I think. So I, can you tell me as far as um, so you guys are doing a show together and you're kind of starting to feel like. Ooh, maybe this isn't working the way that I thought it would work, and maybe we're going down a path that I'm not comfortable with, and uh, and you're it's just not gelling the way that you wanted it to. As much as you tried, as much as you, um, sometimes things don't work. Sometimes things don't work, and that is so true. And also, if you think about putting two people together. Scott and I had years where it was like we have nothing in common with yeah. each other. Yeah. You know, like and we that's are so, really different. It's so hard. Yeah, it's so hard. And we just kind of we were thankfully giving the, given the luxury of time to kind of figure out this formula of like, okay, you are this way and I'm this way, and we make fun of each other, and it is what it is. But um, so you're going along, you're doing your show. It's a little rocky. Um, what was the end game of that? Cause I don't know what, ha- I, I don't know what happened, but what was the end game of that? Uh, I'm not so sure I'm at liberty to say, um, but it, the show came to an end and mm-hmm. we all decided to go our separate ways. Um, of course there's a non-compete in our, co- in our open agreement. Mm-hmm. So we were not to work, uh, 60 miles within the radius of where we were broadcasting. And then it also included Denver, which was very hard because yeah. um, when you are invested in an area and you spent three years learning it, it's hard to then say, well, now I'm taking another six job. months off. Yeah. Where and I, can't and do I did go through some radio interviews, um, but it just wasn't, it, they, they weren't what I uh, had in mind for myself. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to pursue the acting and modeling thing, yeah. which I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was, and I got signed to a couple of different agencies. So I'm signed to Wilhelmina Denver and I'm signed to um, Stars Talent in uh, Utah, which That's is amazing. really cool. Are they looking for someone close to 40? <laughs> They're looking for all ages, all people, <laughs> She's like, all the no. time. Yes, absolutely. You sign Someone up with it. like bags under their eyes who does, I don't get a lot of sleep. I'm but, not the uh, casting director, but you can absolutely. She's like, I'm not going to tell you no. I'm going to send this off to, to <laughs> this somebody. This is above my like, pay grade. Heads up. This crazy old lady going to come talk to oh you. Oh my gosh. I think you would do amazing. Oh but, um, yeah, so I started doing that and then I started um, anchoring for the uh, space channel so that's really oh, that's awesome exciting yeah. it's pretty cool live long and prosper i'm such a nerd no um, that's but- awesome that's what you're into and i think that uh people that are in radio for the most part majority of people are just very creative people oh for sure and so it's fun to be able to do that creative aspect and come um so when it ended, did you feel like a sense of relief or did, were, were you sad? Were you like, was it a crushing time? Um, I think, uh, I think both probably. Yeah. It was, it was one of those things that I was like, wow, I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of sad that that's over. And, um, what's next? Yeah. But, but I think I was a, I was a military brat. I moved every two years. Mm-hmm. I was in I so was you're a gymnast for nine years, cheerleader for seven. Like with everything that I did, it was always like, okay, so that didn't turn out the way that we thought it was going to. What's next? Yeah. What are we going to do next? How so are we going to come the out ebb on and top? the flow of yeah. making But that's changes. life. Yeah, but you know what? A lot of people don't have that. Yeah. A lot of people get stuck in a rut and they just this continue is why, to do it again and again and again. This is why we have to keep playing the oldies. Where's my Frank Sinatra? That's life. Where yes, is he? Yes. No, absolutely. <laughs> I, I listened to that song and repeat for a little while. But um, I, I definitely think, I think uh, some things are meant to teach you for a chapter and some things are meant to be in the rest of your book. Yeah. And this was just a chapter. Yeah. And it was a wonderful chapter for the most part. But and you know what? Now you get to kind of take control. Exactly. Of what you're doing. Well, and I think that's and holy moly, being your own like ten ninety nine life is really like an interesting life. Like not being someone's employee anymore and being your own employer and employee is like a whole different ball game. Yeah. I was not prepared. I I think, uh, as I like to say, most things in my life, baptism by fire. This yeah. is how yeah. this has been. Absolutely. Um, but no, I I mean, like, 
of course I would have loved to have it go on longer. I, I thought that it was good, but I think if we were to change anything in the entertainment industry, mm -hmm. I wish that we would put our egos aside a little yep. bit more. Yeah. Come together so to do. more often. Yeah. And really make big impacts because I don't think that radio is dead. Yeah. And there's still magic in it. Yeah. But it's just like you have to make people feel that. Yeah. And again, you, you know, and it's so important to make people feel relatable and it, or relate, feel like uh, you're relatable to them. And, and uh, that's, that's a hard thing to do because it's about vulnerability and it's yes. about, yeah, there's you a know, lot of I've things in, to balance. I've been in this crap situation and oh my God, has anyone else felt this? And, and you're going to, you're going to hit on somebody who says, wow, like, yeah, I do know what that's and, like. And like I said earlier, everything happens as it should. And yeah. you might say something that somebody has been needing to hear for so yeah. long. And when you're able to like be that person for someone else and hold space for them is like, Wow. But yeah. but before any of that, you have to show up for yourself and you have to hold space for yourself first so that you can pour from a full cup because you're very wise. How old are you? We don't speak about that. Oh, you're young. So <laughs> speak it while you can. Um, It's actually my golden year. So I turned 27 on November 27th. It's your golden year. Yeah. Oh, my God. 27. That's awesome. And you know what? You have such a strong compass at 27. Well, I feel like I've been through some stuff. So, so now, do you do you attribute that to your parents? You're, you're raising your family? I think so. I, I mean, my family was really strong. Yeah. And what, um, now what was their take? Now, uh, I know you're close with your mom. Mm -hmm. uh, what was her take on the situation? Because I'm sure if you're like me, I call my mom about everything. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, know. I think you always need your mother no matter what. But um, what was her take on the situation? Was she worried about you? Was she uh, encouraging you to just keep going, keep going? Or was she like, right. this is something that I'm uncomfortable with? Um, so, so my family is very, very strong in their faith, especially my mom mm -hmm. and, um, through really, really difficult times in my life. She just prayed for me and I don't know, it's something, something about someone who has a very strong spiritual compass when their presence is just in your life is yeah. it's like, it, it gives you the strength. It really does. Mm -hmm. And, and here's the other thing, like. You can't do life alone. We are not creatures of isolation. We are made for community. Mm -hmm. And um, and that's why it's important to go and have a life outside of work because work really shouldn't be like your main center for community. It should be outside of work as well. Yeah. And, um, and I don't know. She was that for me. And she was just always there for me. And um, through this whole thing, she just remain very strong and she's one to just always take the high road, whatever yeah. that is like, because here's the thing. If you know that you're right, you shouldn't, there's no need. There should be, you should never feel a need to justify yourself because yeah. it's right. Right. What, what is there to justify? It is what it is. Like either you accept this or you don't, but it is what it is. And I can look myself in the mirror at the end of the day Yeah. and I can look at the people in my life and, and know that there's just that unconditional love. And I think if you have that sense of unconditional love in your life, you can really get through anything because you know that you can lean on this other person mm -hmm. to give you strength mm -hmm. to get through what it is that you're going through. Yeah. And the right people come in your life at the right time. It's true. Even if they're not the best person, everyone... We're not going to name names here. <laughs> um, everyone comes into your life at the right time. And you I can think... Google it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Um, and How do you feel like, um, as far as management, yeah. I mean, did you feel that that was fair, what happened to you? Um, do you think that it was fair that, because I, I had heard kind of what had happened, um, and I, I felt bad for you. Oh. I thought, well, that's, that's really not fair. Well, I can't speak to anybody else's actions or, um, it almost seemed like because somebody did something and acted a certain way and, and there were issues, it, you got sucked into that and you became one. And then the consequences that you had to feel those consequences. 
at the end of the day, I have a better life because of everything that happened. So I really can't be mad because I'm an anchor for the Space Channel. I yeah. I have a, a higher salary doing content creation for an awesome company that cares for me. And um, so you carry no like barfo feelings. Of no, like- because here's the thing. Everyone, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if somebody's voting for somebody that you don't agree with, mm-hmm. um, like presidentially, or if somebody makes a decision like work-wise or whatever, like everyone, not everyone, most people do, most people make choices because they believe it's the best thing. Yeah. It's for the best thing, right? You are so damn optimistic. I well, love that. I think that's a wonderful but, thing to but, do. But if they believe feel. that this is the best thing that can happen for the best outcome, yeah. Well, the only thing that I can do, you don't have to trust anybody else. Yeah. Just trust yourself. Sure. And I trust that I can get through anything. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what anybody else decides to do and how their choices impact my life because I know at the end of the day, I'm going to be strong enough to be on top. Yeah. And I'm going to make my life the best life possible because I want that for me. And so if you want that for yourself and you show up for yourself, you're going to have that life. And so would that be the advice that you give to people who hang on to uh, bad things that happen to them in life? The bad things that happen to you in life can either define you or push you. Yeah. And I chose to not let anything define me. I chose to let it ignite a fire in me to yeah. burn bright. And I will be a candle to the world. I need a little bit of your positivity. That's the coffee. <laughs> Rise coffee. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. What coffee are you? What's in this coffee? Right? No. <laughs> Sparkles and spice and everything nice. No. Uh, I, I, I really think that your attitude is your life, right? Yeah. So... Um, your outlook also kind of defines your life, but if you're satirical, like I believe you are, like I, I am a little, yeah. then you give your life humor, right? And that's your way of living. I think so. life is hard and I think you should be able to laugh at it. And- oh, if you're not going to laugh, you're going to cry. So you might as well laugh. Oh, I do that too, but I but I but I try to to, to laugh, and eventually the tears turn to laughter. Right. And I think, oh, well, how and stupid. then we're laugh crying, right? So yeah, there is life. There is that. <laughs> well, I think um, I think I think you have so you have an amazing future, and I'm well, so glad that you know the the muckety muck crap that happened over those that year and a half, two years. Uh, I've cleaned the muck off the boots. Yeah, I and mean, then I sold the boots. Y- yeah. Rummage sale. Oh, rummage sale. You got rid of that stuff, and and I'm I'm really, I'm impressed by you. Well, thanks. Yeah, it's uh, what has it only been six months since I was off? Yeah, I it's think only so. been six months. I know, and you know what? When I wrote to you, I was I was worried. I'm like, she may just oh. be like, no, I will absolutely not talk to you. But I want this podcast. It's I want it to be about women. We can go so much further mm-hmm. if we hold each other up as opposed to right. holding each other down. And and I'm going to look better than this person, and I'm going to do better than this person. And oh and my it's gosh, not about you, that. It's not about that. And and. Uh, and I've always felt in radio, you know, you're going to um, love certain people and uh, not everybody loves me. And that's OK. If you love the person across the street, that's OK. I'm cool because with it's that. like looking it's like going to Netflix and watching a show like, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of some shows on Netflix and my mind's gone totally blank. Do you watch Shit's Creek? Okay, I was gonna I say love Shit's Creek. I was going to say that. Okay, some people oh, watch that so show good. and then other people watch Ozark, right? And then other yeah. people watch Friends and one is not better than the other. They're all different. So yeah. why are we trying to tear down the other one? And radio like, is uh I think it's really calmed down in the past few years, but radio has for a long it time, it was be. Radio Wars. It oh, was it like, was. I'm going to do horrible things to you and your family. I and- heard so many crazy oh, stories, yeah. like somebody putting their butt on Krispy Kreme and then sending it to the other yeah, station. I know. Which, by the way, it I will was not say, me. <laughs> I would never waste a donut. <laughs> me neither. Yeah. But uh, no, things like that would happen. And I remember uh, at the last station, they're like, oh, we don't like them because they're on the other station. It's like. 
You don't even cares. you don't even know this person. Who you cares? know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, but I'd never felt that in in uh, when I was in Fort Collins, I never felt that from management. You I never, didn't. I didn't never feel the, that is surprising to me. That yeah. is so interesting that you say that because yeah. I had a different narrative in my mind about how that situation. But isn't went. that so funny how that happens? We yeah. get this story that we tell ourselves and then it becomes reality in our minds, even yeah. if it's not actually the way that it is. Yeah. And so how much better of a life would we have lived if we hadn't have had that narrative in our minds. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. And that's definitely where I But that's I was a perspective ch- uh, shift. And, and honestly, if that had never happened, and if you had never had that thought, yeah. then you would have never have been able to change the way of thinking, right? Sure. So if we had never had this conversation, then you might still fall into those same patterns. But now yeah. you can live a different life. Absolutely. And listen, I'm cheering you on. Me too. I'm watching you. you. Yes. I'm, you're doing amazing work. Soon we're going to be doing some modeling projects together. Yes, I, I will play so. your mother. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> and you know what? But I, I'm I'm proud of you and everything that you're doing. Thanks. And you know, um, he shall not be named. I, I wish no ill will against him. I think that there is a lot of backstory on that that I really don't want to dive into with this person. Um, but uh, I think. Um, one of the smartest things I've ever heard is hurt people hurt people. Mm. And I think that that's true. I think if if you're hurting inside, it is just a natural reaction to lash out and just. Well, but that's because it, when you know, when people are fearful, they seek to self-preserve. Right. And what happens when we self-preserve? We we get into this this armor like state where. Yeah. The only thing that matters is my survival. So you isolate, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, if you're in an isolated scarcity mindset, how are you ever going to connect with other people or live an abundant life? You're just not going to. Yeah. It just will not happen. So yeah. if and and it matters who you surround yourself with. And if you are surrounded by people who have that mindset, mm-hmm. that mindset, like a cancer, will creep into your mind. Yeah. So much better to get away. Get away. Get away from it. <laughs> get away. <laughs> Well, listen, thank Get you. Away. Thank you so much for coming up. Yeah. And uh, and and uh, you're doing such great things. And I'm so proud of you. Well, thank you very much. And I'm very proud of you, too. Well, my gosh. Rise you. above. Women together. We're Absolutely. sticking it out together. And um, if you ever need anything, let me know. Yeah. And, likewise. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we're I only do a want social you to media message away. No, <laughs> I'm completely kidding. Cassie, we need a we need an audition. I'll call, Cassie's like, oh, God. <laughs> no, but um, uh, it was it's all virtual anyway. So they really go. is. We'll yeah. set it up tomorrow at 2 p.m. Oh, you know what? I could do all those. um filters and stuff there you go yes yeah. where i look like a puppy and yes it's perfect and then, and then i'll show up to the job and they'll be like wow okay well you're not the puppy girl <laughs> what's happening yeah yeah well uh thank you for coming in of course thank you for talking about this and uh, i'm anxious and excited to see the the things that you do thank you and uh yeah watch out for space channel i think it'll be so Spa- fun. so where do people find space channel literally spacechannel.com spacechannel.com and how often do you come out with uh content i usually do about a video a week so that's pretty fun and uh yeah lots of big things happening what's it what's your social media handle it's sadie young 14 uh that's on instagram instagram okay see this is the difference where i have to really think and go is that that yeah so that is the uh that is the instagram sadie young mine is the jordan soto we follow each other we do we should do uh i think we do do we Oh my gosh! Did we she just call me out? What? Do we do we follow each other? Or do we not? No, I follow you. Do you follow me? Oh my god, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I do. I, I think you should follow me. I think I I uh, did. I step into a. I think I did. Oops. That's okay. I you think I do, though. I think I do. If I don't, is my face red? Am I lying? No. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine if you're lying right now. Just, <laughs> you know what? Tear away, Sadie. It'll be okay. No. You know what? I promise I will follow you. After follow? This. Would you follow me, please? We'll double check. How about this? So we'll, I'll, if I'm following you, we should make a bet. If you're following me or yeah, not? Yeah, we should definitely make should a bet. Should I look right now? Oh, my God. But you can't make a bet knowing you're not knowing. That's not fair. You can't do that. Okay, wait. I think you are. Okay, we'll just go with you that. You are. 
Because I'm like, a nice person. This is because she's got like 17,000 million people no, that are like, no. and I, you know, and, and I, I'm not, I don't keep up with the social media as much as I should. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, but it was so good to talk to you. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was, was good. good talking with you, too. I know. I feel like this is the first time that we've actually had we a conversation. We have literally never talked before. No, literally not. Except that one time when I was drunk and I came up to you and I'm like, you know, you got to get away from that like guy. Girl, it's like <laughs> girls in the bathroom. You're so pretty. Yeah. Let's be best friends. Alcohol definitely helps with Did that. Did we just but... become best friends? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> good luck with everything. Thank and you. I, I, I'm excited to see where you go. Thanks. I'm excited as well. It's unknown. That's <laughs> the best kind. Absolutely. All right. Well, listen, uh, I hope you have a great day. Yeah. Thanks for talking to me. Keep your smile. Oh, my God. That's so nice. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to my podcast. It's called But Why? Be sure to like and subscribe and do all of those fancy things that kids do. And if you missed any episodes and want to look back, just download the free iHeartRadio app and search for But Why. Hey. Thanks, Ray. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.